This is Beth. And this is Jeff. And this is your Enneagram Coach, the podcast, where we're here to help you to understand yourself with astonishing clarity so that you can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, forgiveness, and freedom in Christ. Hey, everybody. Welcome to your Enneagram Coach, the podcast. This is a special edition for Halloween. I'm Angie Elkins, producer of the show, and I am here with, of course, Beth and Jeff McCord, as well as the rest, well, not the rest, but part of the Your Enneagram Coach team. Everybody say hey. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> What's up? So we had a really fun discussion recently as a team about the zombie apocalypse and how each type would survive or die. And so we decided it was worthy of bringing this conversation to the podcast. So here we are. We're going to go around and introduce ourselves quickly. Everyone tell me your name, your Enneagram type, and what you do on the Your Enneagram Coach team. So let's start with you, Adam. Hey, I'm Adam, type six, and I'm the director of coaching. Hey, everybody. I'm Robert Lewis. I'm a counterphobic type six, and I'm the chief strategy officer. Hi, I'm Christina Shear. I am a type seven with a six wing. So this should be a fun conversation today. And I am the marketing manager. Hey, I'm Neil Smudre. I am a type three and I'm the chief marketing officer here at your Enneagram coach. Hey everyone. I'm Brian Lee. I am a type one and I am the community leader over at your Enneapath. Hey everyone. I'm Beth McCord, nine with an eight wing, which is important in this conversation. And I am the chief creative officer. And founder. Yes, and founder. Yes. Uh, so for so many years, Beth was Pastor Jeff's wife. And so yeah. I am uh, Enneagram Coach's, your Enneagram Coach's husband. Um, some people refer <laughs> to me as Jeff. <laughs> That's right. Or co-founder and CEO. Uh, CEO, yes. And Enneagram 6. Uh, that's right. That's right. As Adam says, I'm sexy and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's right. Okay. And last but not least, Susie. Hey, guys. I'm Susie. I am our chief operating officer here at your Enneagram coach. And I am our resident Enneagram type eight for sure, which you guys will hear no doubt as we speak today. Um, but I think what you mean by that, Angie, is that this is not a typical episode for your Enneagram coach as we're kind of a Christian company and some people have feels about Halloween. And so we've been joking around that this is kind of like our version of a fun trunk or treat or harvest festival because this conversation when our team had it, it was part of our coffee and connection, which is a monthly meeting that we have. Um, and Angie had just asked this question because her daughter had mentioned it about which Enneagram types would survive or last in the zombie apocalypse. And the conversation was so fun that we just felt like we had to had to bring it to you guys. Right, Beth and Jeff? Absolutely. Yeah. We still love Jesus. And no, we don't believe in zombies. <laughs> We're just going to have a fun, lighthearted conversation around the Enneagram. Okay. All right. Let's jump in. So I would love to hear your thoughts on who would die first in the zombie apocalypse? Which number, which type would be gone? Oof. We're going to offend some people here, you know. It's fine. This one. It's fine. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, I'm just going to do it because my favorite staff member at your Enneagram coach is this type and my best friend is this number. So I'm going to say, I'm going to put my vote in for Enneagram sevens. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <on>. Christina, <laughs> you're my favorite. Oh no! I just, I, I feel like they're just going to be so excited to see the zombies at first. <laughs> like, whoa, it's happening. And then they're going to be like... Then they're going to be more focused on what their last experience has to be before they die. They're not going to be as 100%. afraid of dying, but more so, like, can we go bungee jumping? <laughs> you know, like. Um, I have a different theory about why sevens will die first. I think that they will spend their time. I still I do think they'll die first. By the way, <laughs> but I think they'll die first because they'll they will they will not embrace reality and they'll be reframing the whole thing. People around them will be like, "No, there are zombies." <laughs> Trying to get in the window, yes. and the seven's cooking breakfast and whistling, like 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 it's yeah. all fun. Well, I could see Beth's dad trying to befriend a oh, zombie yeah. or connect zombie to zombie. <laughs> like hey, the- you should you should get to know this zombie over here. Wait, 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 wait. As the resident seven, I gotta have yes, a voice on, in Christina. this just a little bit. Sure. Okay. So first off, I may or may not have. A- before we started this conversation, mentally prepared a bucket list for if the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> um, and on that list, okay, uh, was not whistling and making breakfast, although breakfast <laughs> would be very important if it's the end of the world. Um, True. But I did, I did think, okay, who can I marry? Because that's on my bucket list. Got to get married before the end of the world, for sure. Um, I would be like, oh my gosh, I have to live stream this immediately. Like, oh. how do I get on Facebook Live and warn everyone so no one has FOMO? Like, I want everyone to know this is happening. I might even try and take a selfie with a really good Nashville filter for my Instagram so they can see <laughs> that I'm a part of the apocalypse. Um, but then I think I would be like, okay. Before I die, before I get taken out, I, I want to save someone's life. So I think I'm with you guys, actually. I do think I would die first as a type yeah. seven uh, because I would be like, no, the best thing I can do is live my best life by helping someone else survive. So I think I'm going out and then I'm saying the two is going out after that. That's mine. Type two. Oh, man. Okay. So okay, I want to step in and disagree. I don't think the sevens are going to go out first. I actually think my own type is going to go out first. The type oh, three. The three. Just wow. because. Tell us. Imagine in my scenario that, you know, I'll just try to be too heroic right off the, right out the <laughs> gate. <laughs> I'm going to try to save someone. And, you know, I have that four wing. I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory, die in the most dramatic <laughs> fashion possible, saving <laughs> everyone else, being the martyr. Yeah, I just think the yep. three is going to go out first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And whoever goes out first is actually doing a, a great service to everyone because part of surviving the zombie apocalypse is you got to learn quickly. We got to understand what kind of zombies we're dealing with. <laughs> we got to understand what they're interested in. So the, the sevens and the threes that are going to take those first steps are going to be of great service to us sixes, eights, <laughs> and probably fives who are going to survive because mm-hmm. we're going to analyze and study and observe. Go, oh, okay. Sure. Neil, Neil rushed in a little strong. He died quickly that way. Oh, Christina's gone because she did this interesting <laughs> so, observation. So what you're yeah. saying is I'm going to serve a purpose in my death. I'm going to actually like save yes. the world. 
Yeah, that's totally me. You're gonna you're going yeah, to, way to succeed go. in your death. I'm gonna die <laughs> in the best way. I'm gonna succeed even in death. Yep. Yes. I'm gonna yeah. love it. And you're gonna celebrate my life as a seven because I took one for the team as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yes. it's hilarious that Christina in Christina's reasoning, not one time did it enter her brain to save anyone except for one person. The the rest of the planning was dying. Just how am I going to die? How's the dying going to happen? It wasn't about saving the world, not about defeating the zombies, just about dying. This weekend we're doing a presentation and we, we we asked them uh, like, who do you think would die first? And, the type seven chimed up like seven. I, really? I don't know who's going to die first, but I will survive. And and it was like this declarative statement. Like I, I'm going to live. I mean, his wife was right next to him. I don't think he has children, but I mean, it, he was very clear. Like I, I'm, I'm going at this alone. Or that's just like sheer optimism. True. Oh, oh, sure. See, that's the other thing. That's the blind spot of the seven. Yeah. That's what's going to get him killed. Well, I will, I will say my opinion I don't disagree about the sevens for sure, but I almost would say that the nines might go before mm-hmm, the sevens. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they say that you, when running from a bear, you're not running from the bear. You just need to be faster than the slowest person. <laughs> and so, so like it, everybody survives, but the nines will be the slowest. Okay. Well, I have this, I have this image in my mind of, World War Z with Brad Pitt. And those is, those zombies are really fast and vicious. And I'm like, as a nine, I'm like, why are we all trying to beat this thing? It's not going to happen. <laughs> like, why would I want to be scared 24 seven, 365 for as long as I try to survive? I'm just going to lay down, let it happen. And that's hey, hey, but like- Beth, can I, can I just say something that you just described like a six's life? Being as scared as they possibly can, 365 <laughs> days of the year, all the time, 24 hours a day. Like before the zombie apocalypse, and and Beth is literally basically saying she's okay with death by nap. All <laughs> <laughs> asleep. That's exactly what I was going to say. Susie. Beth sees Christina's live stream on Facebook and goes, "Well, let's brew a sleepy time tea and curl up on the couch." My kids make fun of me because I'm like, I just want to f- forever nap. You know that's. You know, I totally resonate with that, Beth. I feel like there's this strong nine part of me that just wants to, you know what? We're all going to die anyways. I'm going to go out <laughs> yeah. in a blaze of glory. Like That's how it interacts yeah. with What's my the, three. I don't, like, what is the point? Like, if we're all literally going to die because, and, and I'm not talking, because someone brought up um, at some point, like, well, have you ever seen this other show? And they're kind of slow zombies. I'm like... Well, one, it kind of matters, but it doesn't really matter because it's all kind of the same feeling. Like, what's the <laughs> point at the end? But especially if there are these fast zombies, I'm like, I don't get it. What What are we like holding on for? Like, yeah. let's just let's just let it go. So that is my now. Hey, if I was really passionate as nines, if we are really passionate about something in particular, well, then I think we would actually win because it's kind of like get out of our way. We're, we're gonna like stumpy like an elephant. But I'm just like when I'm thinking about this i'm like ah no it's just not it's just not gonna happen so why even try so that's why i put nines in the bucket of we're gonna we're gonna die first because we don't even have the ambition as the sevens to at least finish a bucket list beth and jeff you have a daughter who's a two who couldn't be on the call today but i would kind of like to hear your thoughts on the two yeah she kind of mentioned it a little bit last night it's all about everybody else so there there are some unhealthy twos 
that are going to actually go and try to heal the zombie or comfort the zombie in their suffering. <laughs> um, and and then there's the other two that's trying to help the other group survive. Yeah, but they're not necessarily thinking of their own needs which then again will get them killed yeah i feel like that for me the two because like my mom's a two my best friend's a two libby who is beth and jeff's daughter she's also my assistant here at your enneagram coach she's a two so i like gosh i love the twos and um but i feel like the twos their survival is going to depend on who they're with because they like if they're with the people who are surviving the longest which i know we'll get to in a minute um then they're going to survive longer because they're staying with those people they're serving those people but if they're like caring for the threes and the sevens they're going out with the threes and sevens does that make sense (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, like they're taking care of people so i my wife is a two and i actually asked her Uh before this recording what she would do in a zombie apocalypse and she feels that she would be one of the first to go because she'd be focused on everyone else's yeah, needs yeah. above her. Yeah, yeah. You you got the twos or the oh. medics running around while bombs are going off all around them, and they're like running to the injured people and helping and stuff. And they're really, really involved. Yeah, yeah I bet they'd have trouble killing zombies. Yeah, they yeah because they're yes. they're people too. <laughs> they were. Now, they were people. <laughs> now, I Neil, I. I asked my mom, I asked uh, my wife as well, Neil, about uh, what, what, what she thinks. And she had a different take. Now, I, just for the listener, I threw this out uh, to our team in Slack. And I will say that uh, I'm going to out you guys because Robert, you and Susie had a very, uh, let's just say, strong, maybe exaggerated response to this. Which I, res- which I get. I, I resonate with it. But my wife actually said she thinks that the sixes and eights could die first because they would run to the front of the line and protect people. Now, Robert and Susie, what, 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 give me your feedback on that. No chance. (laughs) (laughs) No chance. The only people in the world that I would protect is my immediate family. And it gives me, I have no, it gives me no (laughs) stress at all to say I would kill every single one of you in a heartbeat. In order to protect my family, I, it would not give me. I wouldn't even give it a second thought. I wouldn't be protecting anyone. My, if you got killed, that's just going to slow down the next zombie and protect my family. What, what people don't know is that Robert lives on five acres, and he's already you, you ready. can't see it, but there's actually already a wall being built around his property. He's got his own garden now. He's, He's got supplies for six months. If, if the zombie apocalypse or any apocalypse happens, I turn into <laughs> Dirty Harry, which is shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> and I've already made my peace with that. I think I don't actually feel the need to be the hero as the ape. I probably will be at some point because I'm just that good and that powerful, let's be honest. Um, and I'm willing to save others to a point, but not over protecting my family 100%. And so, yeah, no, I don't, I feel like I would totally be one of the very last people standing. Most of the eights would. <laughs> For your tribe, you would be the one to be like, come Come, you know water, high oh, water. Sure. I'm going to protect my tribe sure. from the zombies. But that's but no, that is going to make you what vulnerable. What is a zombie going to do to me, Adam? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, we're going to read my yeah. mail. Yes. This is, that's, yeah. that's exactly why you're going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, ex- right. that's exactly. I've already planned 14 different ways to kill a zombie. Any kind of zombie. You know, if it's a World War Z zombie, if it's a Walking Dead zombie, if it's a, you know, Night of the Undead zombie, I know how to handle all of them. 
one, for those who are listening, Robert is a great example of a counterphobic six. <laughs> so if sixes, if there are other sixes out there that are more phobic, meaning they succumb to their fears and anxieties, that is not Robert. Robert's on the other spectrum, which is really helpful because I know a lot of sixes are always like, you need to talk more about counterphobic sixes. Well, here we go. Cause Jeff yeah. is, Jeff is a little bit counterphobic. Adam is a little bit counterphobic and Robert's definitely. So that gives everyone just a really good picture. But underneath it all is that fear. But I will say my take is that the counterphobic sixes with a strong five wing are going to be the ones that survive. Not the eights, because the eights will be so confident that they won't be aware of their blind spots that that will end up being the very thing that trips them up because they are. They're very confident. Like, I got this. No problem. Who's going to who's going to fight me? Like, I've got it. And I'm like, okay, if you're thinking about World War Z zombies, (laughs) we're we're not even talking about the same kind of (laughs) creature. Like, like you can't reason here. You have to prepare and plan. It's not about can you fight a zombie or not. So I believe my take, of course, it's just mine, is that Mm -hmm. the counterphobic sixes with a strong five wing, because they're gaining all that information and knowledge, they're going to be the most logical, resourceful and planned and ready. Wow, I totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, so here's the thing. Even as an Enneagram 8, I am a, like, I don't know. I'm almost willing to agree with it because I, I could see that. <laughs> it's so funny. We joke about this all the time. But when I was a, a kid, and I still do this once in a while, I would li- randomly just like ask my sister, my parents, or I'll still to this day ask my husband. I'll just be sitting there and I'll be like, do you think I could take a bear? Like, be honest with me. And they're always like, no, Susie, you cannot. I'm like, but I'm pretty sure I can. I'm pretty sure the bear is going to at least know it was in a fight with me. Like, I eights, eights feel bigger and stronger than they are. And so legitimately, I wish we could get a zombie and we could just test this theory out. Because I do think that, do you think at some point, the sixes are going to have to be brave enough to kill the zombies? It's not going to just be strategy. And I do think that's a that's little right. bit where the eights come in. They have a lot of courage. Like, confidence is helpful. But I do see best point to the point where if you're overconfident, which obviously I am because I think I can fight a bear guys, let's be honest. (laughs) Um, I I feel like at some point that is going to be our downfall. So I would agree with that, but we at least have to get second place guys. Come on. (laughs) Okay. Yes. I will say that you get second place, but what you, we also have to remember is even though eights are courageous, sixes are the most courageous on the Enneagram. Cause like Adam just said, they are 24 seven, 365 dealing with anxiety and fear and they overcome it every single day. So they even know. And so when the zombie apocalypse happens, most likely what you're going to see with sixes is a much more calm demeanor. Cause they're like, dude, I have been preparing for this. I know exactly what's going to happen. And so, and then the second place would actually, I think go to a five with a six wing because oh. they're okay. They're okay going into a cave and being by themselves. And they would have also planned and prepared um, similar to a six, but they're going to be much more logical in their reasoning. They don't have to fight anything. They're, they're fine just being by themselves in a safe yeah. place. So that's I mean, what, what my daughter think? said. She's like, I'm just, I'm just going to stay home <laughs> yeah. on my couch. I don't even need anybody else. Yeah. Right. What was, um, what was the movie that Will Smith was in? He was the last person. I am legend. I am legend. Mm. Like I, I could sense that maybe he was five. Like, like he had his dog. He had a lab. He was going to figure the zombies out and find the cure. But he was very protective. Now, which he did. I, I, I do want to say this. Um, 
Although I, I appreciate the affirmation that sixes would survive. Um, but when COVID hit, uh, I thought I found some uh, Perel wipes and a lot of them. And so I think I bought two cases, which came out to be around 5,000 uh, wipes. They were Kleenex wet wipes. And that's all they are. Like there's, there's no, there's nothing that kills anything in the matter. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't even moisturize. It's just like these, you can use these to wipe your fingers after you eat wings. That That's the only thing that they were good for. So I got to be honest with you, like in my anxiety, I, I bought something that was totally useless. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can, we can get intoxicated on, on anxiety and not see, not see very clearly, which is where the vision of an eight, I think does help. We'll be back after a quick break. Moms, it's here. Registration is open for Enneagram for Moms cohort. Yes, from May 6th to May 13th, you can grab your spot to be in one of the cohorts with moms of the same Enneagram type, plus with a certified Enneagram coach leading the way. Wouldn't that be the most amazing thing to be with like-minded moms who really understand what it's like to be on your journey as a mom? From your type? Yes, it will feel so validating, reassuring, affirming, encouraging. You don't have to mom alone anymore. Go to yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts to grab your spot today because there's only 25 spots available for each cohort. Now we have a cohort for all nine types in the daytime and one in the evening. But when the spots are filled up, they're gone. So grab your spot today at yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts. The groups start the week of June 10th and go until the week of July 29th. There are 90-minute sessions, and there's eight of them. Plus, you'll get a free Facebook group community where you can continue the conversation with one another. Join today. Okay, let we have not heard from Brian yet as a type one, so I would like to hear... <laughs> I would like to hear what you think ones, where would you fall? Would you go out first? Would you go out toward the end? What are your thoughts? I Brian? think we go out towards the end. I think we tell me why uh, it's kind of like the fives. We, we think we know the right way to do it. So whether we need to be social in the moment or we need to just pull away and withdraw, we're okay with whatever that decision is. Once we are convinced that that is the right way to do it. Mm. Um, I love what Beth said about the five with the six wing or a six with the five wing. I'm leaning toward the five where the six wing would last the longest. I think oh, eights really? would do really well and lead the charge, but I think eventually they're going to go and go in a blaze of glory. Um, <laughs> I think the fives are just yeah. going to hunker down, and I think the ones will be right there with them. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, no, I think it's actually going to be five with a six wing because they are fine alone, whereas the sixes, it's all about connection mm-hmm. and relationships. Mm-hmm. And Interesting. Yeah, Beth, I agree with you. I think the sixes, the six with the five wing would survive the zombie apocalypse part, but they would get yeah. caught in the rebuilding of whatever the new world order is, which is also where I think the eights would go. I think the sixes and the eight, or the counterphobic sixes and the eights will do very well fighting the actual zombies yeah. and surviving the first, you know, weeks or months, but it'll be in reestablishing the new world order that they'll go, but it'll be the the fives or maybe even the ones that are able to go, you know, live in a cave, like you said, or all alone by themselves that, you know, they'll, they'll, they will be able to handle it with ease. I think there's that whole social aspect of it. That's so fascinating too, because 
the fives and the ones I think would be okay on their own mentally. I think the fives would last longer because they've got their whole mind palace going on. Sixes would would die by inner committee and just second guess every decision <laughs> they're making. Um, and the ones inner critic would just be yelling all the time, like, do this better, build that better. You can do it. You can make it. But eventually, I think the, the dependency of the one, uh, depending on which group they're with or if they're by themselves, would ha- dictate mm-hmm. a lot of how long they last. I know. I was going to yeah. just say that, actually. I feel like fours are a really interesting number. One thing I will say is that the wings coming in here, um, and if, if we think about yeah. tri-types, for those of you guys who have geeked out on that before, that's actually really interesting because I'm a kind of a different type eight. I'm an introverted female eight, which is interesting. And I have a five in my tri-type. And I go to, you know, five is kind of my stress path as well. So I do feel like there are certain types of wings and certain types of Try types that would make all of this super interesting. So I think I would be totally fine in a cave mm-hmm. for a little while, not as long as a five. So I'm I'm now changing my theory. I actually think five with a six wing is our winner, which is so interesting. But um, fours are so interesting to me, and I would <laughs> totally. almost love to hear best thoughts on this because I know fours that are totally different. Like I know some fours that I would be like, okay, I need them on my team in the zombie apocalypse, and some fours who I'm like no way absolutely not what are you going to be doing um and so it's interesting because there's i feel like again with wings and different things involved there's different types of fours and how they would show up i think the fours would be somewhere in the middle you know i think there's going to be some fours that you know are going to be able to pull from their five wing and maybe withdraw and retreat because they're both withdrawing types um but then there's going to be some fours that you know, pull from their three wing and they're, they're going to be kind of like what Neil is saying, like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to like go out with a blaze of glory yeah. and everyone's going to see it. So I just think they're kind of mm-hmm. going to be anywhere in the middle. Um, I was thinking what that I'm fours thinking. are going to find the beauty in it and show it all to us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I would say Susie, like what you yeah. were saying about an eight, see, I think because you have, you would be like the perfect candidate to rebuild like after the everyone, everything's been destroyed because, well, that's why you're our COO, but mm-hmm. because you're tri-type being an 835, you're going to have the confidence of the eight and the three, the the skill set to know exactly what needs to happen. You know, as an eight, who needs like to be in the right seat of the bus? Like, okay, you do this, you do that. You're going to be great at this. But then the five, you're going to really be thinking and uh, strategizing really well. So I vote that you build the next world order or whatever it is like so we'll put you in charge okay well yeah. in regards to a four the if you remember in uh zombie land i can't remember if it was the first one or the second one oh. but someone where they finally arrived to some community and fortress and it was really creative it was fun it was life-giving and I, I know during covid fours were uh trying to take different spaces in their home to create beauty in light of all the pain and uh, anxiety. So like I could see fours building beautiful human places for survival. Yeah. And in the, in the post in the, in on the other side of the apocalypse, assuming we make it, they're going to be the ones to, to restore in the rebuilt world, to, to restore beauty and the arts so and all those things that, that we have to have in order to be truly human. Yeah. I'm going to tap into my four wing here, and there's something about a four that I think will be very beneficial in the zombie apocalypse, and that 
fours are really resilient with their emotions. They could sit with the deep, hard emotions. And I feel like they're just going to, when the zombie apocalypse happens, they're going to uh, bounce out of the initial shock of it the fastest. And then tap, probably tap into that three wing and just get stuff done. And I mean, they'll probably die because <laughs> of that. But I, I think fours are going to be pretty beneficial. Don't you don't you feel like too they'll want to die in like the most unique <laughs> way? Like they'll be like, nobody's gonna die like me. Like I'm an enneagram through with the four wing. I want to go out in the most dramatic <laughs> way possible. Where, whereas for me, I'm just gonna like lay down and like just let it happen. No, it's it's <laughs> literally yeah. death by nap, Beth. Like that is so funny. <laughs> yeah, I um I think to what Beth said about me rebuilding. You know, that's interesting to me because that's where like for the numbers that we've lost actually comes into play right away, right? Because as an eight, one of the things I'm great at with my tri type and all that is like Beth said, like picking the right people for the right roles, building the team, kind of bringing the community together. Together. And I'm just like, all of a sudden, like, I connect immensely with fours, right? Because fours have a, a great way of just making space for eights. And so do nines. And so I have these numbers that I connect with. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, where are the listeners? Where are the people that help us remember beauty? Where are the twos and the gardeners? And, the you know, and so I think all of a sudden, I would really miss those people. So we do need to, I think the bottom line is we need to bring everybody along, right? Like diversity matters <laughs> yeah. at the end of everything. We um, need all numbers yeah, on every team to survive oh, this gosh, Christina. Totally. So I, I just want to say, let's just say hypothetically that the seven was smart enough to follow the eight or the five with the six wing. And they're in a community of like ones. And maybe we've got the four that it loves the beauty. But then I started thinking about, okay, so if my stress, stress path is that I'll go towards a one and I'll become super critical like in my head, I'm thinking, oh gosh, am I going to criticize someone's survival plan and be like, no, 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 you didn't, you didn't aim the right way. We should be buying this or getting this or saving this. And then I think I would still end up being one of the first ones to actually die because someone on the team is going to be like, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Like we don't need you anymore. And, and that's it. Well, so, or if you become uh, so I'm, critical, uh, we're going to kill you. Uh, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Robert, Robert has already said that he has would have no problem killing. <laughs> <laughs> so no, as you guys have been talking through this, my plan now for the zombie apocalypse is to find Susie and Robert and stay mm -hmm. with them. That's yeah. it. Angie, he's not going to let you in. Like you're, you're not immediate family. You're not in the circle of trust. So but, don't even go to. But him. here's the difference between I would say Robert and <laughs> you and Adam being sixes. I. I can't see Adam or you saying that. Like Robert is, like ex has a ton of eight. Oh, I would die trying to get Angie in the door. She might be accompanied yeah. by a dozen <laughs> zombies, and I'm like, well, I've got to let Angie in. I don't know how it's going to happen, but because like Robert's, <laughs> Robert's tri type is eight or six eight three, so it's the justice fighter. So he is. He literally is protecting the most precious things, which is his family. And of course, that's yeah. noble. Mm -hmm. But Jeff and Adam, you guys are uh, uh, six, nine, four. And so you bring <clears throat> a lot more of the everyone needs to be included. You feel other people's feelings like and understand that like the deeper mm -hmm. like sensation of community. So you guys wouldn't approach it the same as well, so I, I'd like to maybe flip this a little bit because I, we've started to hint at 
okay, maybe you're you've protect you're protected from zombies, but you've still got to live with one another. And I I am curious, Robert. So you're married to a nine, um, and who she usually delegates uh, security, protection, future planning to you. What would what do you think she would say about living with you during the zombie apocalypse? Would just because mm. like you're tapping into a part of you that's probably not very hospitable um, to be around. So like, what would your family say? Now that they're stuck in this fort with you. Yeah, I think if if I did make it, I think the one element of all this is like whoever's going to survive is going to be extremely lucky. Like you need lots of things to go your way. You need lots of breaks to go. But I think I would be very prone to like turning into the evil despot warlord in the post-apocalyptic realm. I think it would be very easy for me to become Negan from The Walking Dead or like for me to... And so I, if yeah. we did survive, I don't think my wife would like me very much. Like she would be super disappointed uh, in my decision making and would constantly be going like, you're not, you don't kill another person. They're not yeah. a threat to us. And I'd be like, they're another person. They are absolutely a threat to us. Yeah, you would, you would, so I don't, I don't think you know, she would be a big fan of me in all honesty. I think she would trust me in the initial wave. Like she would ride with me and we would, she would back my play to survive. But then as soon as things settle down a little <laughs> That's bit, awesome. I don't think yeah, so. you would become this other person to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that? Beth? Yeah. What, what would you say? Like, how, like what is the difference between you and um, Robert from like b- both being six? Well, I to completely agree with what, I mean, what Robert's saying about protecting my immediate tribe of like, I've got my wife and my gir- my daughters to protect. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could completely see myself. My favorite definition of, of rage is rage is me trying to get bigger than the fear that's inside of me. So I would be very afraid, okay, in the zombie apocalypse, and I would be raging out. So I think I would, I could easily see myself um, doing that. But I, I do think I would have this, uh, I do think what Jeff's saying is really resonates with me. Like I, any of you that showed up is like, let me in. I would be like, I would have to let you in. I would just, I would do it. Yeah. So, you know, so I think that would, that would make me more vulnerable. Um, but I, I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could just leave you on the doorsteps. I mean, once you said that, Adam, it, it made me think like, we don't even have a a test to know if they're infected by the zombie virus. So like, I could look normal, Yeah. but I, like, I'm getting suspicious of my answer now. Like, well, what if, what, what if Angie was infected? I just didn't see it yet. And now I've brought her into the house. So we're going to need to like prepare some sort of quarantine room or lock these people in a room or something where they're going to have, but you know, until we, until we figure it out and hearing you say that, hearing you say that now, I'm also questioning my answer. So thank you. Well, uh, sixes now are developing home tests. Yes. Yeah. This is very, <laughs> like, very this is finished. so, this is so yeah. sexy right now. Like yeah. now <laughs> we came out strong and now we're like, no, no, and, but I don't think we can do it. And I feel trapped in pain. I'm like, <laughs> oh gosh, I just want to die already because this is stressing me out so much. See, I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of AIDS like myself would survive because I'm not stressed. I'm literally, mm-hmm. I think one of the most important thing. Yeah. Thank you, Angie. I think one of the most important things a leader can do in serious situations is make decisions and not question those decisions. So I would be making decisions. And I think to Robert's point, I would still hold on to justice. I don't think I would go totally ruthless, but I also don't think I would 
feel guilty when I needed to be ruthless and would do it quickly, like make that decision fast and then move on. But I wouldn't do it every time. So I don't know. Deal with the trauma later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll deal with the the trauma later. Yeah. Yeah, So exactly what you guys were saying is why I am like, what? (laughs) This is like so overwhelming. You got so many thoughts, opinions, (laughs) suspicions, self-doubt. I'm like, this is exhausting. Like, (laughs) lay down and take a nap. Welcome to our marriage, right there. So, (laughs) yeah, that's what we've been talking about living with me in that moment. (laughs) Seriously, it's like too much, people. Too much. I'm out. I'm just going to walk outside and kill myself. I can't live with you like this. Basically, my wife would say nothing would change in our relational dynamic if we were in a zombie apocalypse or not. It would feel, it would all feel the same to live with me either way. That's awesome. Okay. So let me just sum up this conversation. And if you have anything left you'd like to add, it sounds like going out first are the nine and the seven and maybe the two in, in some order there. Last. Surviving to the end. Th- that would be the death triad. That's yes. the death triad. <laughs> the death tri- That's the death triad. <laughs> which, which, funny enough, they're all optimists. <laughs> the staying alive triad is the six, both phobic and counterphobic, but staying alive the longest is the five with the six wing, which will, will be awesome because my daughter is the one that submitted this question, and that is exactly her type. Well, in the eights and the ones. Counterphobic sixes and eights are, they're more the despot warlords. Like it, like the other six types would survive, uh, but it's the counterphobic sixes and eights that'll be the warlords that will rule the post-apocalyptic world. Okay, so sixes, counterphobic sixes, yeah. eights, and then staying yeah. alive the longest are the five with the six wing, <laughs> right? Is that what we decided? Yes. So we're, yes. that's the survival, that's the survival, that's the triad. survival <laughs> triad. There you go. Okay. And then right in the middle, the, ha- the, ha- the have a chance triads. That's ones, fours, and threes, threes. one, fours, and threes yes. right in the middle. I don't know. There are some threes listening right now, Neil, threes. that are like, stand up for us, please. You know, I sort of, <laughs> you know, there are, I, I think <laughs> I would die early, but yeah, some, most threes okay. are probably in the middle. You know, I would also put. It depends on how you define success. Am I right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah so and big. defining defining success is choosing my team or Robert's team as a three to okay. play on. That's okay. how that's how you get to the bottom there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Beth and Jeff, anything left to add before we wrap up this episode? Well, I will love everyone well until <laughs> until I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> so good that know. matters That's true. <laughs> it won't be long but hey i'll love well <laughs> well i do think this illustrates a point uh number one the things that we are talking about are absolutely silly yeah. and stupid like, to stereotype in this way is isn't helpful and you know the real question behind this is that what gifts and liabilities would each type bring to a difficult circumstance? That's the real question mm-hmm. and insight of the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, is that we, we all become something, uh, can transition or not transition. We can all change and become the person that we were meant to be. Well, and because we usually talk about the Enneagram through a gospel-centered perspective, I just want to point out that just because <laughs> you might be the one surviving 
the apocalypse doesn't mean your heart may be in the right place. Robert. If you survived. There's a lot of throat Robert. that has to happen. So Missile we're not the heart much. <laughs> so we're not promoting like the most aligned hearts that might win. Uh, the ones that might cut corners or do whatever they gotta do mm-hmm. despite others. So it is just for fun that we're talking about this just for today. Yeah. That gives me so much comfort. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the, the the gifts, the gifts that mm-hmm. each type would use to rebuild the world. And yeah, that's where you're you're going you're going to need yeah. all nine types to survive mm-hmm. and then you're going to need Absolutely. all nine types. That's right. To yeah, because what like if you don't have a one helping us to rebuild the infrastructure the right way, that could be really bad you know i mean there's you know all of the types you know the the twos that are going to nurture us back you know the fours that bring the beauty i'm thinking like what is the camelot table right like Mm -hmm. who who do we need to put at this camelot table to raise up you know humanity that's another episode we're all in our types yeah for sure Oh my gosh. And you need all nine types. Yeah. yeah. You need your, your presence matters. Nines, like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody, oh my gosh, the, diver- the diversity of that is so beautiful to think about that. Like if you're putting that table together, yeah. everybody needs a seat at the table to rebuild a beautiful yeah. world. For Beth, sure. I want to thank you for participating in this conversation, even though it may be with a little bit of reluctance. <laughs> I think our audience is going to love it. I want to thank all of you for joining us and giving us your input today on which type you think would survive and die. And I love that we now have the zombie apocalypse triad out of this episode. So thanks for joining us, friends. Check us out next week for another episode of Your Enneagram Coach, the podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.